Hello everybody and welcome to the Mirror Football World Cup Daily Podcast brought to you in association with Betbrite. We've had a day off, the World Cup's had a day off, but football is finally back today. I'm Aaron Flanagan to look ahead to Uruguay against France and Brazil against Belgium and joining me to do so is first of all Matty Lawless. Matty, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Good stuff. And Mark Jones. Hi mate, you alright? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, Let's get straight into it. Let's start with Uruguay-France because that's the first game of the day. Um, France, I think we've said it a few times on this podcast now, been a bit underwhelming, but they feel like they're slowly getting into their stride now. Yeah, it was a hell of a game against Argentina, wasn't it? And for the first time, you really saw them kind of cutting loose a little bit. Obviously, um, Mbappe was was the player that everyone was talking about after that game. And um, it was the first sense I got of, of a French team sort of clicking into gear and after what was a pretty underwhelming beginning. But at the same time, they were winning games. You know, they, they beat Australia, they beat, uh, they beat uh, Peru 1-0, didn't they? So they, they felt their way into the tournament. Um, my worry for them in this game, though, is Uruguay will not give them much space, will they? And um, the space is obviously what the likes of Mbappe thrive in, so it's going to be a fascinating one. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really intrigued by this fixture simply because um, France, I, I see, still see them as quite exciting. I know obviously they've underwhelmed and everything so far, but I still see them as a, an exciting team on paper. Obviously, Mbappe came into his own, as, as we said, in the, in the last game. But Uruguay are so boring. <laughs> They're so boring. This like I, I it's think conventional though, aren't they? I mean, they do the they do the things that they need to do well. I mean, the point about Uruguay is that at the back. They're brilliant. At the front, they're brilliant. That is all you need in a football match to win games sometimes. If you've got a defence that can do their job and the strikers who do their job, I love to see the old traditional two up front. I know that one of them sort of does a bit of the dirty work and drops in like Suarez will do that. But, you know, for me, Suarez and Cavani are the most exciting attacking two in, in world football when it comes to the international scene. And um, that's why I think Uruguay are at the moment, one of the most, you know, they are for me the probably the team of the tournament so far because they've done the job that they needed to do and, and they're just so exciting to watch, I think. But I'd say France, we felt, okay, they're not quite a team that we thought they were going to be on paper, but they proved us all wrong, didn't they, against Argentina? And if anybody can destroy that Uruguayan defence, it's Mbappe and his pace, Griezmann with his, with his skill and flair and... Um, on paper, this is an absolute... This could be the game of the tournament. Yeah, so it's, it's certainly intriguing anyway. I mean, it, it's interesting, obviously, you mentioned Mbappe in the pace. Um, that's one thing Uruguay just... That's probably the one thing they're lacking yeah. with the defence, the solid, but, I mean, they, they probably could be caught out, you know, if they start playing the line a little bit too high. I imagine they won't because they're, they're, they're very disciplined. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah, it's certainly intriguing with that one. Um, with Uruguay, though, are, are they actually good enough to go and win the whole World Cup? Because... I, th- I think one of the commentators, I think it was Phil Neville, who was on co-commentary at one point, alluded to it and said, you know, there's no, there's no reason why, why why they can't go all the way. But they are in that tough side of the draw, yeah, obviously. They have this game against France, and then obviously, if they get through, it's then either Brazil or Belgium. Mm. And then, obviously, they're never going to beat England in the final. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think if they were in the other half, they would they would have a very good chance of getting to the final. Sorry, I know, I know England are in that, but... I and I know I know I know what you're getting at when you're saying they're boring. I don't think they're that boring. I thought the Portugal oh, I game like, was. I love watching. I thought the Portugal game was 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 a good one. Um, the worry, obviously, is uh, as we saw in that game, Cavani went off injured, and you worry if he isn't there, then that's you're sort of already thinking that Suarez might be a little bit lonely up there, and and 
he he thrives on the uh, one of the goals of the tournament for me that first goal against Portugal where Cavani plays it out to Suarez who pings it back in and, oh, and it was almost as though the cross from Suarez just told Cavani what to do just 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 put yourself there let it hit your head and it'll go in and it was one of them that you know you talk about assists and all stats I mean that's that's that was one of the greatest sort of assists if you like and he just he just put it on a plate for him um, and he's going to be perfect wasn't it like, yeah so just understanding and he's obviously, obviously going to miss him uh, if he's not there uh, I do I don't know I've got a feeling maybe they'll try and do everything they can to get him on the pitch and maybe he's not moving around as much as he as he would but you know what he's like he's a, he's a poacher isn't he he'll probably miss four chances and then score one but he I just think his, his presence will be will be crucial he's a, he's a pure finisher as we saw with that second goal yeah. against Portugal it was just magnificent he, he didn't need to strike the ball he just placed it and it was beautiful and that was for me one of the best technical moments in the tournament. Yeah, it's, 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 that goal as well. You knew exactly what was going to happen from the moment he kind of got the ball at his feet. You could say, you could tell how he's going to position himself. He's going to put it in that corner. But even though you can see what's going to happen, defenders Try helpless, goalkeepers yeah. helpless, absolutely can't. can't yeah, just work with the ball. He, he let the ball do the work, didn't mm. he? All he did was just direct it to where it needed to go so I think that this one on paper is, is difficult to call. I actually, I'm going to lean towards France just because I think that the pace is something that the Uruguayan defence, as good as they've been, you know, pace is something that is so difficult to, to control and Mbappe just looks such a live wire and if Argentina can handle him, I think that Uruguay might struggle too. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a, few, there's a few players in the France team who we are going to see more of. I think mm. they have to get better. Like Antoine Griezmann, he's, mm. he's been okay, yeah. but he is on a different level to most of the other players on the pitch and I think... In a big game, he's a big game player. He will step up to the plate and, and improve. Yeah. And then you have the likes of Angolo Kansi, who's, who's got well, no credit this tournament. That's yet, right. So he does get overshadowed, doesn't he? When he does, he does all the sort of the dirty work, doesn't he? And he, he racks up the miles on the clock, and he's sort of he's the director, the controller in that in that engine room. And he's, I think, he's had a very good tournament. So has Paul Pogba, actually. Um, again, people sort of think, oh, he's not scoring goals and things like that, but. That that could be an intriguing battle actually between Pogba and Lucas Torreira. Um, that'd be great to watch. So um, France for me, like I've, I, I just think they shade it at the moment. I just think as a team, particularly with Cavani being an injury, that I just think that they've just got a little bit more about them. Yeah, so something I've I enjoy about the World Cup is the fact that most of the tournament is about what happens on the pitch. And with Paul Pogba, I don't I can't remember one mention of his hair. <laughs> like genuinely for, for for a month, which you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's re- it's great. Yeah, it's really really it's refreshing. Should be, shouldn't it? Um, yeah, it's exactly what football should be. And I say yeah. that's the great thing about the World Cup is that you actually focus about the football. And and like you say, I think Pogba actually has done well. Mm. He's actually mm. seems like he's got his head down a bit more. And um, I'm intrigued to see what they do. It's obviously we know Kante plays, Pogba plays. What they do in that third midfield position because they had Matuidi there the other day, who doesn't look quite the player he was. Um, so they could have a couple of you know. A couple of options there in, in, in a perhaps more attacking, perhaps Thomas Lamar or uh Tolisso is also also knocking about in there. So and we as we as as Matty said, the Uruguay midfield is is the, the weak point. So so maybe they go for it a bit more in there. Um I don't know, I, I quite fancy Uruguay to be honest. I I, I think they they there's two centre backs, Godin and, and Jimenez will quite enjoy playing against Giroud because he's just going to sort of stand there and try and hold it up. Yeah. And obviously they've not they've not got much pace, but then neither is Giroud, so so they'll be sitting deep. Um, and then it's about what can what can France's attacking players do around Uruguay. have obviously got this reputation for for being a bit of a dirty team. They've only had one booking in four games though, so hmm. you know they they're not 
there's there's you can call a team dirty or that, but they they're a hard team. They're full of men, aren't they? They're full of absolute kind of they'd chop your head off for 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 a win, and they. I just got a feeling that it's going to be a real test of France. And I can just see a kind of ground out Uruguay 1-0 or something. Yeah. I think with this France team now, what I wouldn't do is underestimate them because they do have a knack of progressing in tournaments. We've seen that. they got. I know it was a home tournament for them at the Euros, but they got to the final. They should have won the final, really. They buckled under the pressure, but they can get to the to the heady heights of, of a tournament if they need to. So th- that's why, for me, I'm just going to back them on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um. That's a really, really intriguing one. Uh, bookmakers have France at the favourites at evens. Uh, that's with Bet Bright. Uh, Uruguay seven to two uh, heading into the fixture and the draw in ninety minutes at twenty-one to ten. Um, moving on to the other um, quarter-final that will t- be taking place today: um, Brazil against Belgium. For me, best tie of the round on paper. I think really intriguing. Mm. Obviously, Brazil have been. Good, steady. I mean, for me, Brazil have been the most rounded team of the whole yeah, tournament. They've yeah. looked the most complete package. But Belgium have just got something about them. Even even when they don't quite performing too well, obviously going two 0 down against mm. Japan, you just kind of feel like there's something potentially a little bit special there. It's, whether, it's whether the individuals can click, isn't it? Because I think as we saw against Japan, the team structure isn't the greatest at times. Um, they've got a team full of fantastic individuals. They probably you could name an 11 there that would probably win the Premier League um, but it's getting them all together it's getting them into a system which works it was interesting to see company playing um, in that in that game so obviously you've got to play Vertonghen you've got to play Alderweireld and, and he's put company in as well so they've got they've got to stick with the three um, I'm not sure whether I'd do that really but he, that's the way he's got them and it, it's, it'll be interesting As I say, they've, they've if you're Eden Hazard you know this, this, is, this is your game isn't it this is your one because he's he's at an age now where where he need he, he needs he needs this he needs to produce this, and you could say the same for a few players in that team. So could earn him his big move, can yeah? They? It's a fascinating game. You've got to go with Brazil because they're, they're Brazil and they've just been, as you said, they've been quietly ticking along, and they've just got you know you saw some of the movement in that Mexico game, the goal, the the first goal from from Neymar. It's passing it around. It's getting into positions they. You know the the goals they scored in that game, Neymar and and Firmino, they were tappings, weren't they? But they worked the space and they worked the positions so well. Um, so I do fancy Brazil, but you're right, I think it'd be a hell of a game. There's, there's an interesting thing I think in a minute with Brazil is that World Cup's gone by. We've fallen in love with Brazilian teams, haven't we? And the the flair around them and the characters. And this World Cup, it seems that actually people have fallen out of love with Brazil and they're, they're fed up with the antics of Neymar rolls around this. you've seen the memes on, on the internet yeah. where you know he's rolling and rolling and rolling and <laughs> you know it just it's very very tiresome and yeah. I mean we'd all love to celebrate Neymar as the fantastic player he is but he's got to cut all that stuff mm. out of his game it, it, so many people have criticised him for it and rightly so because he, he really has let himself down on that one but the fact of the matter is this Brazil have won and they've won, and they've won. Yeah. You know, okay, they drew the first game, but they are they, they keep doing the job because, as you say, Jonesy, that they're doing the right things, and and it doesn't have mm. to be a special goal. It just they work the ball in the back of the net, and teams can't. The teams can't. Mexico couldn't get near them. No, I'd couldn't. love to see the possession stats, but Mexico, we we were raving about them, saying, "Oh, what a great team they were against." You know, they beat the world champions, Germany. Against Brazil, they looked like a half average side. They they were poor, and Brazil made them 
look that way. So th- that's a good sign of this Brazilian team, how they've moved on in four years, because let's not forget they got absolutely slaughtered against Germany in that semi-final. Um, so I think they have really come on, but I'd just like to, to see a bit more of the likability come back to Brazil. Yeah, Because at the minute, I'm, I'm rooting for Belgium. Yeah, well, at the moment I am as well, but also probably from a slightly selfish perspective, I do think if England, and, 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 <laughs> well, they pick England, you, you are, you, 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 I think if you're an Englishman, um, obviously as as two of us here are, yeah. um, you'd prefer to play Belgium in a final than you would Brazil, and 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 you've got to you've got to look a little selfish. Now we're at that point of this tournament where you can actually be Sweden thinking the same thing. Um, they prefer <laughs> to yeah, uh, possibly, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Um, in, interesting is that obviously you mentioned Neymar and rolling round. Yeah. I saw on social media this morning a Belgian newspaper um, has today um, published a story about Neymar and obviously his antics and all the rolling round and stuff. And they say that he has spent 13 <laughs> minutes and 50 seconds yeah. of the tournament so far on the ground. That's right. Yeah. They've actually been through it and, and, and got it. But I mean, that's a remarkable statistic. That's a lot. That's a lot of time on your backside. Is is and. Um Nice little sit down, nice little rest. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, um, it's just a few to watch. I mean, you just get the on, thing get the other day. The, the Mexico thing the other day was was particularly sort of. You're just looking at him. Going, what are you doing? He's winning the game. Yeah, you don't need to do that. You, you and I get it because it was it was a bit of a you know he he he, uh, he left his foot in there and and it, and it wasn't nice. But but rolling around like that, I, I mean, come on, tarnishes his reputation for me. See, yeah. I, I I I don't know about you. I I saw that incident completely different to a lot of other people. Um, because obviously, I mean, like some of our obviously sports news editors and stuff obviously in the office were saying no it's clear violent concepts he's clearly stood and I'm like well I don't think he has clearly stood on him I, I think there's a there's a little bit of intent there mm. to leave it on him but he doesn't put that much pressure not to create that reaction not made to an absolute meal um, and, yeah. and, and I, I mean uh, Mark Clattenberg was on the TV saying so that it's a definite red card I'm like I, I don't think it's even a red card like, I think I, don't, I think that's how petty this incident is and yeah and it's it's just frustrating because he, he doesn't need to do it he he he's a good enough player to to not do those things and and whereas one you know in the past we probably accused Cristiano Ronaldo of doing things similar we don't do that anymore do we we never have with Messi so why does he need to do it and and why is he the special sort of case in this where he he wants to be that level of player doesn't he he Famously, that's why he left uh, Barcelona to go to PSG. He wants these individual glory. He wants these individual moments. Well, be a nicer fella then. And and you know, I'm sorry. Like, it's, oh, I think you're right, though, mate. I it's really um, it, and I'm, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to have guys. He's a wonderful footballer, and he's he's great to watch. But whereas previously, you would perhaps looked at a Brazil team certainly four years ago, and said. If he doesn't, if he doesn't shine, then they're, they're struggling. You don't get that sense now. You get you got Coutinho pulling strings. You've got yeah. Gabriel Jesus working very hard. If he doesn't work, Firmino can come on and get a goal. They've they've got good midfielders, Casemiro at the back. They're strong and solid, aren't they? So, um, and in goal, you know, Allison's a very good keeper. That I've said it all along. Them they're, they're my potential winners. But should they win it? It's not down to Neymar Absolutely on his own. Absolutely not. No, no, no. And, and, and I think you, you spot on there. Firmino has been been very good when he's involved. Coutinho's, I think he's one of the players of the tournament so far. I just think with Neymar, I'd love to celebrate him as the great individual he is, and it'd be lovely to pin it on him to say how he's sort of spearheaded this brilliant Brazil side. But let's not forget that Neymar's got previous this season alone. You know, we saw with the Celtic lad. 
where mm. he, you know he wouldn't he wouldn't shake his hand and all that and and he yeah. he did it in a game in, in in France so I don't know there's a bit of an arrogance that I don't like about him at the minute and I think good players have to be arrogant mm. absolutely I mean we we do love that we, you know we we sort of we 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 talk about how great Zlatan Ibrahimovic is because he thrives on his character but it's just saying there's just a little bit needless about what Neymar does at times and I hope that this game won't be overshadowed by any antics you know and he will be targeted you know, the Belgians will go for him. He will be. He will be the talk of this game. Mm. But I hope it's for the right reasons that he, he turns on the skill and he scores a sensational goal. Or he does something brilliant, not because he's spent, you know, five minutes on the floor. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't mind our antics off the pitch. Me, I, I think that's what great sportsmen do. That's what you know. The proper icons are like top. The greatest sportsmen ever yeah. have off off pitch antics. But yeah, please Neymar. Do not bring them onto yeah. the pitch. Like we're, 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 we're fed up of it. And a lot of it these days, we need to talk about things off the pitch. A lot of it is is brand, isn't it? And creating brands and and getting people like us writing stories about them because it keeps them in the news. It keeps them. Um, it keeps them relevant. It keeps them. Uh, you know, a- agent, money. Agents <laughs> want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. A- agents can can perhaps go to. You look at Cristiano Ronaldo at the moment. There's a there's a potential transfer deal there, and and they could the agent could go to Juventus and say, well. If you sign him, then he's going to make you this, 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 and this back, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, and it comes back to that likability factor. Yeah, it? and and Neymar will will make another big move in the next year or two, won't he? So, it's um, he's a he's a personality. He's a very very good footballer. Um, he just winds people up, doesn't he? And it's a shame, really. Yeah. Um, so the odds for Brazil against Belgium with Betbright: uh, Brazil eleven to ten, uh, Belgium thirteen to five, and the draw in ninety minutes at twelve to. Five. Now, I say moving on, uh, we do want to look ahead quickly to England against Sweden. Um, any, 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 any nerves about this one? Yeah, there are actually. I think Sweden are being heavily underestimated. They are England's bogey side historically, and don't forget they won their group. They've had a very good tournament, and they've sort of quietly gone about their business and done it really well. They've got some danger men. Okay, they haven't got Zlatan anymore, but they don't need him. They've proved that they don't need him, which is was great to see. I particularly like Emil Forsberg. He's a player that I'd love to see in the Premier League. And I think that England need to show Sweden the respect that they, they certainly command. and They will. I don't think England are going to take them lightly. But I think the nation needs to just sort of rain in the expectations <laughs> slightly it was great look I was everybody was getting carried away the other night and rightly so it was, it was an amazing moment but it was just a moment and let's not forget that we've we've had that moment there and the focus has to be on getting the job done against Sweden because we're not in the final we're in the quarterfinals and it's one game at a time now to use the best cliche I can come up with <laughs> um, but I, I do genuinely I, I think this could be another gritty game. However, I will say my prediction now, I believe it's going to be England 2, Sweden 0, Harry Kane to score first. <laughs> Harry Kane to score. Mark, obviously from a, I'd say, a, a, a neutral's perspective, yeah. you're, you're a Welshman, but you don't, you're not bitter like the Scotsman we had on here. <laughs> um, <laughs> on he, he's not coming on anymore, right? You know, <laughs> was let's, he bad? Let's get him off, didn't, off didn't, the I didn't listen. Was he... Was, was he uh... Was he bad? Um, he he reined it in from what we know he okay. he, he can be like. Let him yeah. stick but with his boxing podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he, he he was still pretty. Uh, yeah, 
he, he, we we know his views. He he's Scot he's Scotland through and through, and he's not he's not he's no, not. Uh, um, he's not great, Sorry, you're gonna ask me if I'm gonna win. Yeah, yeah. So from your your perspective, because yeah. you, you watch the game, you got caught in the euphoria of obviously the, the Eng- England winning, ducked out of the way the flying pints. Uh, yeah, I, I watched it though. Yeah, uh, I was drenched. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I say from what from what you've. Um, from quite what nice from where you watched the game, by it? the way. Oh, it was lovely. It yeah. was lovely. Uh, lovely little pub um, yeah, on on sure. on the side of the Thames. Yeah, I like that. Really, really nice. Um, but yeah, obviously you, um, you you were there. You saw it. You, yeah. Are England right to be getting carried away now? From your um, perspective, it's, I mean, doesn't matter what I say, does it? It's, people are going to get carried away. So my thing with it is, they absolutely do have every right to get carried away because I, I, I've said it. I've, I have absolutely no problem with fans getting excited and getting carried away and getting I'm sort of relating it a little bit to to Liverpool's run to the Champions League final where you're sort of getting everyone's getting excited and everyone's <laughs> yeah. getting carried away and in some quarters they kind of got mocked for that a little bit and like, I, I don't understand why but, you'd mock fans for getting excited but each moment with Liverpool it was like nah surely can't that, surely, yeah, you know, and, 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 and you're right there is sort there's definitely parallels um, in terms of the game I, I think they'll win I think they're better than, than Sweden. My only concern for them would be um, for all for all the and the, the correct decision, obviously, to have Southgate coming in and, and Allardyce coming out. England are still very much a set piece team, aren't they? You look at the goals they score. Yeah, you're right. But He's obviously, off off the ball, the the in open play, they're playing much better than they would have done under Allardyce. But I think there's only two goals they've scored that haven't been set pieces, which is Lingard's goal against Panama. And Harry Kane's one off the, his back heel, which he didn't mean. Um, so my only concern for De- that De- would definitely meant would be that I don't think because Sweden have got some very experienced defenders, and for some of the things that England have been doing, where they've been winning penalties and things like that, I don't see Sweden kind of getting involved in that sort of stuff. Sweden have kept three clean sheets in four games. Um, they've got good experienced defenders. I don't see some of these wrestling matches that are going on in the, in the box that England have benefited from in every game apart from Belgium um, so that's my own concern so England need to do more in open play for me you're right and England have played up to that as yeah. part of their tactics it's so, absolutely part of their you know, if you look at the, the love train that they do uh, on the corners yeah. where they, they sort of all sort of yeah. queue up in a line which is, is worked against some teams and they've fallen for it they've yeah. absolutely sucker punched so I'd them like, into it I'd like to see them develop other ways to, to create chances and create goals because I think post the Kane penalty the other night and then certainly into extra time, they didn't look great. Um, and they, I, the one thing I was impressed with them with actually was was the they just became a bit horrible. And they 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 gave as good as they got in terms of they you know they were they were leaving their footing in tackles. There was a couple of dives in there, um, <laughs> and they that's absolutely fine. Got no problem with that. You 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 find a way to win games, and Colombia were doing it. So um, I just I'd I'd like to see them as a more well-rounded team. Um, but I think they'll should they'll have enough to win the game. It's, it's funny what you said. I, I quite like some of the kind of the, the ugly side of the game. Mm. I, the, I love the picture which has been shared on social media of the full-time whistle. Yes. Other penalties yeah, of John yeah, Stones yeah. and Harry Maguire. Obviously, they're going off celebrating, but yeah. they make sure they turn around and laugh yeah. and give a look to the Columbia players and <laughs> I'll be honest from a game that kind of had sort of the, the feistiness that was in there mm. I just thought that, that's brilliant that's, that's it it's, I it's, think it's, it's great of, it's a bit of character and confidence yeah, as well yeah and that's absolutely good. fine because you could you could you know you, yes a lot of Columbia's players actions in that game weren't the greatest but then you could make a case for a few England players as well um, and that's fine it's it's the first time I've seen an England team do that in, in tournaments really yeah. uh, and there seems to be this thing with England where they, they get Oh, we, we'd never do that. We'd, we'd never behave like that. 
Well, do it sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Real Madrid. Look, look, yeah. look at them. One of the most successful teams in the in the world, and yet they they've got they've got that bit of mm. arrogance and and almost pettiness about them. Yeah, but it gets you somewhere. Guys, really do appreciate it as ever. That will do us today on the Mirror Football World Cup Daily Podcast in association with Betbrite. If you don't subscribe to us already, you can get us on Acash, you can get us on iTunes, you can get us on Spotify, you can get us wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, But until tomorrow, when we're back, uh, enjoy the first of the quarterfinals, and we will see you soon.